Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to a fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. My name is Adam Homie. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to join us today. As the name says, our listeners are business creators. We have our entrepreneurs, small business owners, and local business owners. We have our marketing and business coaches. We have folks who help others build their businesses, and we have the do-it-yourselfers, you just love to have your own hands on the marketing levers as you grow your business. If you are one or more of the above, please take a moment, explore episodes, and discover how we help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated and helps us help more business creators just like you. And make sure to subscribe. Fresh content added every single week. Well, we've been on here for the Business Creators Radio Show for well over two years, and we have going on 115 episodes in the can. And as we continue to grow our audience and continue our message and our movement, we find that from time to time, guests who have been with us before come back again. And it's always a very happy circumstance. And I'm especially happy to have with us today Dr. Carrie Drizga, the functional medicine doc. Listeners of the Business Creators Radio Show may recall that she was with us in the spring of 2015, and today she's back, as promised, to share with us on entrepreneurial, excuse me, entrepreneurial fatigue, how to fuel your brain and body for entrepreneurial success. No matter when, what time of year it is, what's going on, it can be very easy to get fatigued and get tired as an entrepreneur. I deal with this myself. I have mechanisms for dealing with it, many of which I've learned from Dr. Carey. And you know how they say it's lonely at the top? Well, it can also be very tiring at the top. And this is one of those change of pace type episodes. We normally discuss marketing techniques, but today I really want to get into this entrepreneurial fatigue thing because I think a lot of us are just tired and this will hopefully wake you up. Just to tell you a little bit about Dr. Carey in case um, in case you missed the first episode, which you can find at businesscreatorsradioshow.com, she's known as the functional medicine doc, the go-to expert on finding the root causes of health problems so you can feel normal again. She's a chiropractor and naturopathic doctor, host of the popular podcast, The Functional Medicine Radio Show, and the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. Dr. Carey's newest program is a home study course called Entrepreneurial Fatigue, How to Fuel Your Brain and Body for Entrepreneurial Success, and she has a booming private practice in functional medicine called Functional Medicine Ontario, located in Ottawa, Ontario. Dr. Carey, welcome back. I've been waiting for this since the last time you were here. Hi, Adam. Thank you so much. It is a pleasure to be back on your show. Absolutely. Now, uh, there are some people who have joined our audience since the last time you were here, and they're obviously not going to interrupt this episode to go back and backtrack. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to start off just by asking again one or two questions we normally lead with our guests before we jump into the main topic of the episode. Absolutely. Now, what I want to do here is I want to take a step back. I read off your official biography with your very impressive statistics and everything you've accomplished. And what I'd like to do is just sort of give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit more and find out 
where your passion lies, your intersection of your brilliance and passion, as we like to say here at HelpMyWebsiteSell.com. So, uh, Dr. Carey, you know, what has made you so passionate about entrepreneurial fatigue and what has been your journey that has led you to launch this? Well, I guess my passion, Adam, comes from uh, my past. Right. Just like a lot of doctors, we get into medicine because usually of our own health problems. But um, first, uh, I uh, became a chiropractor. And I realized five years into practice, and, and I'll say my husband is also a chiropractor. So I realized five years into practice, I came home one night, and my husband and I, we were having dinner. And I looked at him and I said, do you like being a chiropractor? Because I don't really like, I love chiropractic, but I don't really like being a chiropractor. And I don't see myself doing this for the next 20 or 30 years. So that was five years in a practice. And I still had like a ton of student loans to pay off. And uh, so I was back on the search of uh, what do I want to be when I grow up? Right. And uh, so then it was 15 years in a practice that I realized that my true love and my true passion was functional medicine. And in order for me to practice functional medicine, it meant that I had to go back to school to get another doctor degree. <laughs> and uh, so that's when I went back to school to become a naturopathic doctor. And so that story goes like this. I had to move from Canada to Chicago for two years away from my husband and my two dogs. And I was in class like 30 hours a week. I had morning classes, afternoon classes, and evening classes, and I was, you know, studying for exams and getting projects ready and writing papers, and it was about six months into this crazy schedule that I was really getting fatigued, and like a lot of listeners out there, we've all gone through periods of our life where we are, we are just on a crazy schedule we're just burning the candle at both ends as they say and you just have to suck it up you know and just get through it and so those two years went by I got my degree I passed my board exams and I just thought you know what all I need is some rest and my energy will just bounce right back so I took about three months where I allowed myself to get a good 10 hours of sleep every night and a good two hour nap every day. And my schedule was pretty light. So I was just, okay, I'm going to give myself some good downtime and that's going to fix everything. And in the end, it didn't fix anything. I still had the same amount of fatigue and it kind of felt like I burned out my brain going back to school. And what I realized going back into private practice full time was my memory wasn't the same as it used to be. And I was struggling to try and remember patients' names and why they were even coming to see me. And, right. and it's really it's really embarrassing to talk about that at this point. But that, that's the truth. And that's the reality. Mm. That when we go through really stressful periods, it has a bigger impact on our brain than we realize. And so I started treating myself then with functional medicine. And doctors were actually not supposed to treat ourselves. So I was like breaking the rules there. Right. So I turned the tables and I started treating myself and figuring out, okay, I know where the fatigue came from. It came from all of that stress uh -huh. going back to school. And then I wasn't eating very well at that time. I was kind of living on caffeine and sugar to just get through it all. But that had a big impact on my body. So using the functional medicine approach, getting to the root cause, finding the imbalances, fixing them with natural treatment. So 
eating a healthy diet again, getting back to exercising, doing stress management, taking specific uh, key supplements and herbs and whatnot, and getting my body back in shape and my brain back in shape. And it took about six to eight months, but it was like, man, my, my fatigue was gone and my brain finally felt normal again. Yes. That's great. Now, normally on the Business Creators Radio Show, this is the point where we launch into the time and money question. We're going to come back to that. But we've already had Dr. Carey here once to share her thoughts on the time and money thing. So we're going to come back to it. But what I'd like to do now is actually uh, share a little bit of my embarrassing story. Uh, you know, you shared yours, I'll share mine, and lead into a question that since we have you here, I think is going to be something that a lot of entrepreneurs are going to have on their mind, especially given the time of year that we're doing this now and some of the things that are coming up with some of the events and some of the holidays and things like that. Okay. Um, Full disclosure to our audience, uh, Dr. Carey has also been a client of my company, helped my website sell. And you may recall when we first worked together, I uh, was in a pretty interesting period. Remember when I first read the Functional Medicine uh, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again book and I said, wow, this is absolutely fascinating. It's like you uh, rip pages out of my diary. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going through a little bit of a stage where – I don't know what exactly happened, but I could not get any energy together. I would sit in my living room for sometimes the entire day and just stare at a piece of paper sitting on the floor or binge out an entire series of something on Netflix. Meanwhile, I've got a million things I got to do, but I just cannot find the energy or the impetus around it. And I, I was, I had so many things on my plate with the business and everything else, uh, and I think part of it was just the unbelievable overwhelm of having to deal with it all that was in some ways making me tired. But I think it was more to it than that. Uh, I think I think there was also some things physiologically that I wasn't doing correctly. Because after I read your book, I implemented some of the things with the diet and the sleep and everything. And that was a big help in getting me past that and getting me up and running again so I could plow through all that and get some success stories on the board. So first of all, thank you for that. Now, my question is, I have seen happen a lot with entrepreneurs where they have so much on their plate. Their to-do list is so wrong. They have so many deliverables they need to deliver, and they have very finite time because they really do only have two days to get it done or one week to get it done because they are going to, on this trip or it's this holiday or this is a do-or-die, but these are all do-or-dies, and I have to get all this done. When somebody is in that situation where they have to rev up the engine and just keep it going for a long time, several days in a row, what is the Dr. Carey prescription, if there is one, for turbocharging that lawnmower so you can cut all the grass? Oh, that's a great question, Adam, because just like you and I were entrepreneurs and all your listeners out there, they're entrepreneurs and business owners, and, and we know that we all go through periods where, as you said, we have to prepare for that busy time. And so yes. that's really the key is the preparing. So um, I've learned this and, and probably you've learned some tips and some tricks that you, you've implemented in your life. I've learned some tips and some tricks that I've implemented in my life that when I know that, okay, the next two days are going to be nuts, that means that I need to plan on what, what am I going to eat? 
during those next two days? Do I have the snacks on hand, the healthy snacks on hand that I need? Or do I have to go out and buy them or have an assistant do that? Or um, a lot of times for entrepreneurs, one of the things that they kind of um, throw to the wayside is uh, exercise when they go through a really busy period. So instead of taking 30 minutes or an hour to work out at the gym, they'll just be like, you know what? Forget that for today. I need to concentrate on this project. And in some respects, that's actually um, not so good because it's when you're when you're away from your desk, you actually, I find when I'm away from my desk, I actually get more uh, create more of that creative flow. Right. And I get really interesting ideas and and really interesting um, ideas to solving problems. And so really the main answer to that question is making sure you're preparing yourself for success ahead of time with what you're eating, making sure you're getting enough water, making sure you're still doing some exercise. Maybe you're not exercising for an hour, but get at least 10 minutes in, right. making sure you're practicing your stress management and you might need to build that into your schedule Yep. in like a little five minute block here, a five minute block there to just kind of like a reminder that pops up to say, you need to take five really deep breaths right now. And you can do that right at your desk. Yep. So a lot of it is just planning ahead so that you can get through it. Cause we all have times where we, we just have to kind of suck it up and just get through it to, to meet that deadline. Yeah, that's where I am right now, actually, as we do this interview, is I have a couple major vacations. I Not vacations, rather. It's more like business trips. Uh, I'm about to be on the road for an entire week, and we've got a whole bunch of launches going on and everything else. Now, schedule-wise, it's all handled. It's just a matter of me showing up to get all the writing done and everything. I mean, we've got, uh, you know, we're doing everything pretty formulaically. We've got all the clients on board. We've got all the deliverables coming in, you know. You know, pieces of the puzzle-wise is coming together great, but this is, requires a lot of my own personal participation. And uh, you know, some of the things that I, I do is, as you said, I love your suggestion of, well, plan your meals for the next three days. This is not the time where you need to be running to the supermarket five times because you forgot something in the refrigerator. Set aside some money, make a list, go make sure you have all of it. And make mm-hmm. sure that uh, the foods, and I know you cover this in your entrepreneurial fatigue course that you're getting ready to show the world here, is you cover in detail some things we need to know about our nutrition and some of what helps our brain function so that we run at peak energy rather than being fatigued based on the diet. So that's an important first step is load up on food for the next few days. Um, you know, many of us, you know, particularly those of us who eat organic stuff, it's kind of hard for us to have like a huge pantry full of stuff because by nature, our food actually spoils and goes bad if you don't eat it. Right. So we mean, uh, so other than my canned goods and, uh, you know, my bag of rice that I keep and such like that, uh, it's kind of hard for me to live the prepper lifestyle where at any given time I can just skip the supermarket for a week. Uh, I kind of have to hit every few days. But when I know I'm about to go into that period, hit the supermarket. Another thing I do, and I love that you mentioned this as part of the strategy here, is to build in stress relief. Where you know that if you find yourself in a situation where you need to take five deep breaths, you do that. I actually go so far as to schedule meditation time. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe I schedule it down to the minute or maybe I schedule it down to first I'm going to write the five emails that need to be out for this sequence. It needs to go into next week. Then I'm going to take 15 minutes. I'm going to do this meditation audio. Then I'm going to go to the other client and write their next five emails. Then I'm going to stop and I'm going to do this other meditation. Then I'm going to do the third client. They need their five emails to get them through the next week. So I'll bang those out, get those over into their Dropbox. And then I'll go take a 15 minute walk outside. Perfect. Yeah, so just things like that. And I learned most of this from you. So, yeah, one of the, some of the other things, if you don't mind me bringing them up. Please. Is, um, so if you know that you're going to go through a really busy period is, um, so again, planning ahead of time. So when you're making meals, you can double or triple, you know, that meal that you make. It, that doesn't take that much longer to do. But then you have two or three more meals and that you can keep in your refrigerator or keep in the freezer and pull those out when you need them. And then I find I find it definitely gets harder when I'm traveling. I don't know about you, Adam, but it definitely gets more challenging when I'm traveling. And if I'm going somewhere that I've never been, I'll go on something like, you know, uh, MapQuest or whatnot, and I'll look for, okay, what restaurants are nearby, what grocery stores are nearby my hotel. I'll often, I'll often pack a bunch of snacks, healthy snacks into my suitcase, which is a little tricky when I'm traveling from Canada to the U S cause you got to go through customs. Right. But even something like uh, uh, packing protein powder and like a blender cup, which is just a plastic cup. And it's got a little, uh, like a, a ball that's in the kind of uh, a whiskey ball. Yes. That, that doesn't sound right. A whiskey ball. <laughs> uh, I, I, but I know what you're it's talking about. It's a, it's a wire shaped whisk. Yes. That's in the shape of a ball. <laughs> it's not a whiskey like a right. hard alcohol. Uh, yeah. So you can uh, just pop that easily into your carry on and just add water, you know, and uh, that way you're still getting a good amount of protein and a good snack while you're traveling. And the, the other thing is when we're traveling too, is making sure we're getting really great sleep. Right. And so I find I have a hard time sleeping in. I personally have a hard time sleeping in hotel rooms. I just never feel comfortable. Right. And so one of the tricks that I use is I, as I use a uh, sleep mask. So I, so I bought an eye mask and I actually have two. I have one that I use in my bedroom and then one that I pack in my carry-on so that if I want to take a nap on the plane, it helps. Right. Uh, but definitely being in the hotel room, it, it helps uh, cut out those lights. You know, in the hotel rooms, there's these uh, there's the smoke detectors and then there's the uh, sprinklers. And they all have these little tiny LED lights that seem to like light up the entire room. Right. And it makes it harder to sleep at night. So wearing a simple eye mask helps to block out that extra extraneous light that you're you're getting so that you're really sleeping in total darkness. Right. And that your brain is making maximum amounts of melatonin to drive you into the deepest levels of sleep. Right. So so those are some other tips and tricks too. And then, you know, exercise. You could still do exercise while you're traveling, but like you said, build it into your schedule, even if it's just five or ten minutes, to uh, lay on the floor and do some crunches or or hold the plank as long as you can or right. do some uh, running in place. Something just to get moving. Yes. 
Yes, yes. I, I, I love that. Uh, I think that's fantastic. Now, what I want to get into here a little bit is, you know, we've been speaking a lot about some of the physical aspects of what we do to overcome entrepreneurial fatigue or sidestep it or move past it. Uh, do you see, uh, is there a difference? And if so, is there a big difference between physical fatigue and mental fatigue? Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a great question. And when patients come to see me in my private practice at Functional Medicine Ontario, especially my fatigue patients, I'll always ask them, do you feel tired in your body or do you feel tired in your brain? And nine times out of 10, they'll tell me that they feel tired in their brain. Yes. And so what I find with, especially with entrepreneurs, that we are so much in our head using our brain because really that's what's running the businesses primarily the brain, the decisions that need to be made. Right. How do we keep all those plates spinning, <laughs> right. managing all of the things, the, the marketing, the promotion, the legal aspects, um, the bookkeeping, all of that stuff we have to do day in and day out. It really wears on your brain. Right. And, uh, and over time, so, th so this is one of the reasons why I think I really had a hard time getting through my fatigue, um, after going back to school is because I put such pressure on my brain that I actually created imbalances within the chemistry of my brain. So there's, there's many different neurotransmitters yeah. or brain chemicals, but um, one, one particularly that's important for us as entrepreneurs is a uh, dopamine. Yes. And a lot of people have never heard of dopamine, but um, dopamine is actually the brain chemical that rewards us and motivates us to perform to our best. So when our dopamine levels are low, it's gonna give us, we're gonna be in a situation where we're gonna be procrastinating. We're gonna have a hard time motivating ourselves to start a project or finish yes. a project. Yes. You know, just like as you were saying earlier, Adam, you remember sitting there on your couch, staring at a piece of paper and you know you have to get it done. Uh-huh. But you put on Netflix and you binge watch whatever. Yes. You know, it's like that's because you're not making enough dopamine. And then other symptoms of dopamine imbalance are um, having a short temper and losing your temper even for the most minor reasons and uh -huh. just feeling like you can't handle stress. Wow. Like Wow, you're describing where I was about seven or eight months ago when we, we first found each other. The part that you didn't see yeah. was I would fly off the handle over absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like I've, I even had my assistant guarding me from certain people because I said, if I, if I even see this person's name in my inbox, I will probably punch something. So you have to make sure that any interactions between them and my company go through you for a while. Yeah, and it's, I've been, it, was, it was that bad. I mean, I mean, yeah. this is only one or two people because everybody has to deal with the occasional pain in the ass. And it wasn't right, those right. people, but you know, and not only you know people, but more situations as well. Uh, we're just, uh, it's like there's certain things like I, I can't, you know, hear about this one topic right now. I can't discuss this. And uh, I think a very frequent phrase that came out of my mouth was, "I've already explained this twice in two days. If they didn't get it the first two times, they're not entitled to the third explanation." Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. Was, I mean, and again, I'm just, I'm just revealing myself here, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs, because uh, you know, what they say is, don't compare yourself to what you see other people sharing about themselves on things like Facebook or Instagram or something like that, because you're 
looking at your raw footage and you're comparing your raw footage and your inside story to somebody else's highlight reel. So we're all out there sharing our highlight reels through our avatars. But what you and I are discussing today is the real stuff, the stuff that's behind mm-hmm. the scenes in the green room, the stuff that doesn't make it onto the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. So I knew – so after I <laughs> – there's so much I want to say right now, Adam. Okay, Go ahead. So, you're allowed. Um, so, yeah, after I got my uh, second degree and I had uh, graduated, I passed my board exams, all of that stuff, and then I was, like, back in business again. I was back in practice. I had – I had – so many projects that were just sitting around and not getting done. And now, Adam, I was busy all day. I was like getting a lot of, I was busy doing stuff, but nothing ever really got done. And it felt felt like I had adult ADD because my focus and concentration, I was just darting from one thing to another. And I was just so easily distracted. And, and, uh, and I know that there are other listeners out there who are going through the exact same thing. And they might be wondering, like, what's wrong with me? Like, do I have adult ADD? Well, it can simply be that you need to take better care of your health, better care of your brain to, to get the brain chemistry back into balance. So a lot of this starts initially with stress. And so we are under stress. And then that has an impact on our body in 12 different ways. And then, then we're not eating as healthy as we should be. We start yeah. surviving more on sugar and caffeine. We're uh-huh. sitting at our desk for longer and longer periods, not taking breaks, um, not exercising, not doing stress management. And then we're tossing and turning at night, you know, because we have worries. We've got bills to pay. And so that just builds and builds and there's a snowball effect there. And in the end, I guess my message is there is something that can be done about that. And there right. is a physiological reason for the majority of it. Right. I think I think that's very true. Now, what I'd like to do is go back to this dopamine thing a little bit. Because oh, sure. one of the things that you say is that very often – your fatigue is literally in your in your head. Uh, you know, yeah. sometimes people say, oh, you're not tired. It's just in your head. And here's Dr. Carey saying, yes, it is in it your is. head. It is in, in your brain. Head. <laughs> That's one of the things I love about your message and I love about the entrepreneurial fatigue system is, okay, so what you just described, the, some of the impacts of being low on dopamine, you were literally reading off my daily itinerary during that period. Um, and I've even noticed that even when I get into periods of having a lot of stuff going on and getting very, stressed out, um, I start blocking off my calendar and hiding from the world and uh, and getting to things when I get to them because um, I know I'll be set off if somebody asks me one more time about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. Especially, especially when I sense they're asking the question again just because they didn't like the first answer and they think if they keep asking that I'll change the answer to grease the squeaky wheel, which is not the case. And uh, and it's like, it's like, oh boy. Oh boy! Thank God I work virtually. You know, so uh, but but what you're saying, if I'm hearing this correctly, is dopamine or a lack thereof or a shortage thereof could be one of the main causes of this. Uh, so yeah. you're saying if we can fix the dopamine issue, we could potentially be calmer, uh, do less procrastinating, and more working. Exactly. Exactly. How do we and, do? <laughs> and you'll have better motivation. 
that yeah, that's the whole thing because we that's the whole thing motivation between the physical and the mental exhaustion. Um, even when I'm mentally exhausted, physically I'm usually fine. Yes, exactly. So getting back to the is it is it physical fatigue or mental fatigue? So just as you said, for the most part, it's brain based mental fatigue. And patients will tell me, no, I feel fine in my body. Yeah. In fact, sometimes they say. Sometimes they tell me I feel wired in my body, but tired in my brain. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So we talked about dopamine. Should we talk about another brain neurotransmitter? Absolutely. Let's, let's get them all out there. Let's fix this. Okay. So the one, so one of them that I was really struggling with that I recognized, you know, once I finally fixed my fatigue, uh, it's acetylcholine. So many of the listeners have probably never heard of acetylcholine, but um, this is the brain chemical that's really responsible for memory. Right. So we can joke about like having a senior moment and in your 30s having a senior moment, in your 40s having senior moments, in your 50s. These are all symptoms that your brain, brain chemistry is just not in balance and specifically your acetylcholine. So that would be like you have a hard time remembering what you just read yep. or you forget where you put your car keys or you forget where you put that important piece of paper. Yeah. You have to have sticky notes right in front of you at all yep. times. Yep. Um, you're forgetting words, you know. You might be having a conversation and you know the word that you need and you can see it in your mind, but it just, you just can't get it out. Right. And then just feeling in general, like your brain is slower to respond than it used to be. Yeah. So those are all very typical symptoms of acet- low acetylcholine. Right. Acetylcholine. Uh, could you spell that just for our listeners? Oh, okay. A-C-E-T-Y-L-C-H-O-L-I-N-E. Yeah, this is a big one, so I want you to just spell that out for our for our iTunes listeners. Uh, inside the Entrepreneurial Fatigue Program, there's a transcript, I believe, where people can yes. get yeah. all of these w- big words. And you know how I love big words. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and, and I don't want to make it, you know, so doctory and technical that it's hard for people to understand. So in my Entrepreneurial Fatigue Program, I, I'm really breaking it down to so that it's simple to understand. And in fact, that's one of the most common compliments I get about my book, right. Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. They're like, Dr. Kiri, thank you so much. I can understand your book. And just like you said, Adam, it's like you were just, you were on, you were just ripped the pages right out of my diary. Like that's yes. how simple it is to understand. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. That, that I wanted people to understand that again, you know, we're, we're comparing, we're comparing our internal uh, back story against somebody else's highlight reel. So we need to understand a lot of us are going through this too. And uh, I have not spoken with an entrepreneur yet who has not felt some of the same things that uh, has not felt some of the same things that I have felt over time, just with respect to some of the you know, mental and physical overwhelm. And what I'm really enjoying you bringing out is this distinction between the mental and the physical. Because mm-hmm. and, and, and the thing, and like yeah. you said, entrepreneurs, we don't typically talk about this stuff. Right. Because I don't know why. <laughs> why don't we talk about this stuff, Adam? 
Uh, you, it's it, a sign of weakness, maybe. It's a, it's a sign of being perceived as weak. Uh, let me let there me. There we start. go. Perceived as weak. Let yes. me let me let me. And nobody let me, nobody yeah. wants to be perceived as weak. But yeah, let me let me share yeah. something else. Um, a okay. couple of weeks ago, uh, my computer, right when I was in the middle of something really big and was on a deadline, decides even though I told it to never do updates unless I approve the updates first said, we're upgrading you to Windows 8.1, whether you like it or not. You can either do it now or do it in 15 minutes. Well, not only did that upgrade process, which is supposed to run in the background while you keep working, not mm -hmm. only did it shut the machine down and make me sit there and wait, first big mistake on the part of the computer, but the second thing is, is once the thing rebooted, everything was royally screwed up. I had to restore the entire machine to factory image. So I posted a couple things about this on my personal Facebook wall, and I got some feedback from somebody uh, who – actually, from a couple of somebodies. Uh, one person said, uh, you know, why are you sharing what you had for lunch? People aren't interested in this. I'm thinking, really? Look at all my likes and comments and everybody else jumping in with their stories. Uh, and another person said, it makes you look incompetent. He can't even make his computer work. How is he going to make my oh, business work? That's terrible. <laughs> I, I saw their point. I saw where they were coming from. And my response to both of them was – well, see, what's happening here is uh, this is an expectation that I put up my highlight reel and I compare my highlight reel to everybody else's. What you need to do is go back and look at the stuff I posted. Look how many likes it got. Look how many comments it got. Look how many other people shared their stories. So by sharing my tale of woe, I mean, not mm -hmm. that I had a lot else to do at the time, if you think about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, but what it did is it created a, a, a space where other people felt safe to share their own challenges. Because, I mean, you tell me, you you hang around entrepreneurs. I know you're in masterminds. I've seen you at events like Jim Palmer's Dream Business Academy. And, and I mean, you know, yeah. who, do you know that, who do you know that hasn't had computer problems? Uh, have you not had problems filming videos? <laughs> oh, Adam, right now I think I have a curse on me when it comes to filming exactly. videos. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, I, and, I, and I've told people about my go-to webinar curse. Now, I'm not mm -hmm. putting down go-to webinar because a lot of people make it work. I can't. It's cursed. Every <laughs> single time I've tried to use GoToWebinar, the thing catastrophically crashes on me, and I can't even get back into my own webinar to tell people sorry about that, and I end up just re-recording the whole thing anyway. Uh -huh. So for me, the answer is just a different webinar software, and I can do webinars all day long. I'm good. I just have to change the, change the platform sometimes. But sharing things like this uh, does not, in my opinion, make somebody weak or incompetent, but it actually makes them stronger because mm -hmm. they can come out and say this and they can create opportunities for other people to share what goes on in their green room. Absolutely. Absolutely. I now we have, we have two more brain chemicals. Should we go through them? Yeah. Yeah. We're over halfway through here. So let's uh, get to them uh, relatively quickly here. And then if you could just give us some pointers on how to fix this, especially the dopamine thing, I think is going to be critical. In fact, uh, yeah. in fact, I think there's a very good chance that as soon as we end this episode, I'm going to be running and buying myself a case of dopamine. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually having that feeling right now of physically wired, but mentally like, oh, I got yeah. so much to do. It's like, where do I even begin? I know the, the thing to do is to do something, uh, but right. it's the same as actually getting up and doing it. Right. Yeah. So again, a lot of it is not just... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not just, oh, it's clearly I need some help with my acetylcholine here. Right. It's not just willpower. Yeah. 
it, it is about there there can be a physical a physiological imbalance within the brain so right. it's not just about willpower and uh you know getting things done okay so let's talk about serotonin so serotonin that's one that a lot of people have heard of the at least the word they've heard the word but what does it really it's mean for the word so serotonin is another one of the key neurotransmitters in the brain so when when serotonin is low, you're going to have a loss of joy and you don't feel the joy from the things that you used to get joy out of, whether it was a hobby or your favorite foods or your favorite activities or my Lord, maybe even your business. Can you imagine uh-huh. having a lot loss of joy on your business? I think that, a lot of people can only imagine it, but they know what it feels like. That can be purely a serotonin imbalance. Huh. Okay. So other, so other symptoms of serotonin can be just feeling overwhelmed with just too many ideas to manage and just not enjoying the friendships and relationships that you have. Um, Unable to fall into a deep restful sleep that's very classic of a serotonin deficiency and just feeling down or depressed or even more tired when the weather is cloudy outside. That's all very typical of serotonin imbalance. Right. And then the last one is GABA. G-A-B-A, which stands for gamma aminobutyric acid. But if you want to Google it, just GABA, G-A-B-A. So GABA is the only brain chemical that actually helps to put the brakes and kind of calm things down Uh in our brain and in our body. So when this one is out of balance, you're going to have more feelings of worry and anxiousness and inner tension. You might feel like you've got a knot in your stomach and just... You're, you feel easily overwhelmed, even if you don't uh-huh. have a lot going on. And these people will typically have a very restless mind that just won't shut off. And uh, and uh, actually, they, they are so disorganized that they're frequently late for appointments because just trying to get out of their house, they their mind is darting from one thing to another. And they get so easily distracted just trying to get out of their house that they're actually frequently late for appointments so that's very that's so that's very typical of GABA and as I go through all of these different neurotransmitters you might have one that's like really a key uh, that's really kind of shining out for you and you might have imbalances in all four that's that's not uncommon at all wow that is something here. I have to imagine that throughout the universe of people listening to the Business Creators Radio Show, whether they're listening live or on the iTunes podcast, that they're thinking, whoa, some of this really sounds like my experience. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So with that in mind, uh, how do we how do we I know you can't let the entire cat out of the bag here. <laughs> How because, do we uh, fix it all? Because <laughs> we do have the entrepreneurial fatigue course coming up here. Uh, but I do, um, yeah, but like, let's say right now I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, wow, this dopamine thing, this this could mm-hmm. be very real. Or I recognize that maybe if I could get a serotonin boost, that mm-hmm. that could get me past that element. Uh, let me ask it this way. Are these things available as supplements? Yeah. Yeah, actually they are. So... Uh, dopamine. You cannot go to the store and buy dopamine, but you can buy the building block of dopamine. So the building block is the amino acid called tyrosine. Tyrosine. So tyrosine is the building block for dopamine. So if you start supplementing with tyrosine, your brain should start making more dopamine. 
and it can right. be that simple. I see. Okay, so tyrosine. All right, and uh, and I believe don't you cover more of these inside the entrepreneurial fatigue course? I do, but I'll give you right. one more for right now. Oh, good, 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 good. So the uh, serotonin. Yeah. The building block for serotonin is 5-HTP. So five you can go over HTP. to the health food store, yep. get a bottle of 5-HTP, yep. and start supplementing with that so that you start making more serotonin. So honestly, even just these two key amino acids yep. can help can help get rid of the fatigue in your brain, can make your brain feel more clear. Um a lot of people tell me that they have a foggy brain. Uh-huh. And, and I found, honestly, just taking these two amino acids, actually, that's a big part of what got my brain back online. And like, I was, like, the light bulb was was uh, on again. It went, it went from flickering, and then it was just, like, on and burning bright. And wow. all the neurons were firing. And, and how fast could this potentially happen? Let's say that I uh, I uh, ran over uh, right now and uh, bought some of these uh, dopamine supplements and things like that. So uh, it's been my experience that once you find the right dose of dopamine of uh, tyrosine or 5-HTP, right, you, you'll feel it within a week. Really? Once you once you hit the right dose for you, you'll feel it within a week. It's that fast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, so this is sort of like planting a tree. There's really two good times to plant a tree, either uh, right now or 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, 5-HTP and tyrosine is actually very safe to use. Yeah. The only people that would have to be more careful are people that are already on some kind of an antidepressant medication. Right. And and there's different classes of antidepressant medications. There's one called SSRI, which right. is selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. And um, you have to be very, very careful about using 5-HTP if you're on an SSRI. So just um, a caution out there for anybody that's taking antidepressants that it would be in your best interest to consult with a functional medicine doctor when it comes to doing some of these things. But if you're not on any of those medications, I say go out and try it because you will be shocked at how it can affect your brain. Wow, that's that's definitely something to keep in keep in mind. So I've I've made myself a little like miniature shopping list here of tyrosine and 5-HTP. <laughs> there you go. Right, and I and I and uh, so this can be very interesting going over to Whole Foods uh, as soon as we finish this interview and checking these two things out because uh, uh -huh. I because uh, yeah, I'm in a position right now if uh, if I can get these to kick in within a week uh, the sooner I get started the better in fact uh, I may feel better just knowing I'm taking the action. Yeah, you might have a placebo effect. That's, I didn't want to use that word Which placebo is fine. because I think most people know what that word means, but, uh, yeah. but hey, who knows? There's nothing wrong with the placebo effect. Right, right, right. So we know that you know entrepreneurial fatigue, uh, you know, can affect our businesses in many of the ways you've described. Mm -hmm. And now, aside from some of the supplements and some of the things we've you know discussed with planning your diet and things like that, what else can we do to help keep the brain healthy? Okay, so we talked a little bit about uh, stress management. Uh huh. So stress has a really big impact on the brain. There's a there's a, a PhD, his, his name is Dr. Robert Sapolsky, and he's, uh -huh. 
and he teaches out of um, Stanford University. And he has done some of the most research on the effects of stress on the brain and specifically the stress hormone cortisol. And so it's kind of, it's interesting from a medical standpoint, but pretty scary at the same time that the more cortisol that goes into our system, so the more stress we're under, the higher our cortisol levels get. And in our brain, that can affect many different areas of our brain. Right. It can affect the area of our brain that has to do with memory and kind of shrink that area. Yeah. And in general, it, it will shrink and atrophy the brain in general in just a matter of time. So stress management is vital because once your brain starts to atrophy, like you can't grow that back. Right. So as we talked about earlier, you said, Adam, that you build into your busy schedule little five-minute chunks to do some five-minute or, or 10-minute or 15-minute chunks, yes. you said, to do some meditation. Yes. So however, you know, there's many different ways to to do stress management. And I know a lot of your listeners are like, yeah, 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 I know I should be doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> why, well, why aren't you doing that? Make the decision to do it. Put it into your schedule. And so in my course, I talk about a couple of meditations that are very simple to do. Um, and, and really, it boils down to finding what works for you. Right. So some people, they might take a yoga class and they might find that that's fantastic for their stress management. For me personally, I do not like yoga. I'm not flexible at all. So I find it just very frustrating. And so my stress management that I do is uh, boxing. Right. So I, I take a uh, boxing class where I hit the heavy bag. And one of the things that I realized is, well, one, that I really like boxing. That right. It's a great way to get rid of your frustrations, hitting the heavy bag. Um, yeah. But the, the key that I really figured out was that in order for me to hit the heavy bag and um, not injure my hands, right? Because as a chiropractor, I have to keep my hands and my wrists in really good shape. Correct. So I really have to focus on that heavy bag. And in order to do that, I have to shut off my brain. I have to stop thinking of my work, my patients. I have to just focus on that bag. And so for me, boxing is what does that. So if you, you the listener out there and you as Adam, if you can figure out what exercise you can do that also helps you just shut off your brain, that is really great for stress management as well. Right. So here I have I have two basset hounds. We go for a walk every day. In fact, one is crying right now because she really wants to go for a walk right now. Aww. But what I find is I'll be walking them and I'll be enjoying the weather. I'll be looking at the trees and looking at the flowers and whatnot. But I'm still thinking I've got patience on my mind. I've got my to-do list on my mind. I, I just can't shut my brain off. But boxing helps me shut my brain off. So right. if you can find a form of exercise or meditation or something to at least for 10 minutes shut your brain off, even that helps. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just it's just the idea of uh, of changing the I guess your scenario and what's going on around you at the moment. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah, in the end that's really what it is. Is there anything that you do that helps you in that regard? Uh well uh with me, uh 
sometimes my 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 kitty princess alessandra will come by and she does this little thing i i think she i think she's part dog uh so what will happen is she will come by and she'll be dragging her little wand toy the thing with the little string and the little uh-huh. hang off of it she uh-huh. picks up the cat toy in in her mouth and she drags the whole wand around and she meows at the top of her lungs uh-huh <laughs> like, like like a like a dog begging to play fetch so then you play fetch with her for five, ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You get her excited. She starts running around. And uh, and then by the time she's calmed down, I'm ready to jump back into it again. I'm glad you brought that up because that's another thing that you made me realize that I that I do is I'll take I'll take a few minutes and I'll just I'll get down on the floor and I'll cuddle with my dogs and we'll just start playing around. And right. And yeah, that does help me shut off my brain. Yes. Yeah, you bring up a very good point. Get a pet. I should have put that in the entrepreneurial fatigue program. Get a pet. Yeah, if you can. If you're not allergic. Well, right, 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 right. Because I, because I know, I know with some folks is, oh. um, is uh, you know, they it's just not going to make sense for them because they they're allergic or what have you. Uh, I've had folks ask me, you know, why do I work from a home office and uh you know you know does, doesn't that make you seem like a small deal and you know shouldn't you shouldn't you be playing big and getting an external office and and showing you're not just a solopreneur or something well first of all we are a full company we have team members and we have all that other stuff that companies have but uh the Oh yeah, yeah. Here's another one. I, I was told somebody asked me, but wouldn't it be nice if you had coworkers around and you could do the thing, oh, stop by each other's cubicles oh. and uh, hang around a water cooler? And uh, my introvert energy is already shutting the whole conversation down. It's like what? It's like it's like some people watch slasher films and other people listen to what you just described. So we have people stopping by cubicles and water cooler conversation and meetings. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, because if everybody's right there, then you can call a meeting. No, no, no. But uh, the the biggest reason, the biggest reason why I work out of a home office uh, are two little pretty kitties. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the fact that uh, I'm sitting here right now. We're doing the Business Creators Radio Show, and Sandra's sitting next to me, and she's kind of in that sort of slumber state where I have my my hands sitting on her, and she's sort of nuzzling her head up to it. And Stella's giving me the stare of death from over by the printer. It's hilarious, and you know they'll they'll capture my attention. You know, we'll play with a wand toy. You know, I'll pet them, things like that. There've been there's been research done on the therapeutic value to humans of a cat's purr. Absolutely. And, and, I, and, I, and I will say there's been research on the therapeutic value of dog saliva. That's very true, too. And, and, yeah. and actually, since you bring up cat saliva as well, when they get in their really friendly state, uh-huh. they start rubbing up against you and, the, and they drool on you a little bit. OK, so in the time I've said this, Sandra jumped I off. Can, I can hear her. <laughs> yeah, Sandra jumped down and now Stella's up here. And Stella is not just content to lay on the cat bed, but she's kind of actually kind of climb onto my lap here. So come on, Stella, you can come over here. I'm like you, Adam. If I could work from home, I would. Well, but as a, as a doctor, that's a little bit harder. I don't actually want my patients to know where I live. Well, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I would can. I would love to be able to bring my dogs to the office. But I have two of them, and they're basset hounds, and they drool and they slobber <laughs> and ugh. I just don't want my office getting dirty like that. I, I I love basset hounds myself. I think I think they're an awesome animal. A good friend of mine had a had a basset hound for many years, and he loved that dog. Uh, 
the thing is, I know that with a, with a medical practice, you know, you may be running into things where folks may be allergic to the dogs or, for, you know, for some reason or another, they just may not want to have, uh, you know, just may not be the best thing to have the dog around. I know people who run marketing companies and such who have bring your pet to work day every day. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, this, I think that's so fantastic. Yeah, I know, I know this one woman who brings her Shih Tzu to work with her every day. So and yeah, you know, I mean, and not, and not the person you may be thinking of, who we both know, who has oh, a too. But yes, I'm, yeah, but I'm thinking somebody else who oh, has somebody else than that. Okay, to an office every day and takes her Shih Tzu with her to to work every day. Or some about Shih Tzus and entrepreneurs. A lot of them seem to have them. Yeah, well, they're nice little they're nice little dogs that yes. you can travel with and you can bring to the office, and they'll just sit in a corner in their little bed and not disturb anything for the most part. Absolutely the case. You know what else is really cool is, um, and this is one of the you know the beautiful things of being an entrepreneur is uh, we can have we can talk business and then lapse into conversations about our pets here, and uh, it doesn't really matter what anybody thinks of it because it's it's part of the lifestyle. And when you're tired of being an entrepreneur, when the fatigue really sets in, one of the things that can motivate you is it could be a lot worse. You could be in a place where everybody's stopping by each other's cubicles and sitting in meetings with no pets around. Yeah, you know, Adam, you brought up something early, early on our conversation today about, okay, as entrepreneurs, we can, there's, there's a whole reason why we're in business in the first place. It's to, there's goals and dreams that we want to achieve. We want to have a certain lifestyle and that a lot of entrepreneurs, they're working, working, working super hard. They, they get to those dreams and there's those goals they achieve them but then they're so tired and they're burnt out that they don't have the motivation to enjoy their life because they're just so darn tired right and and I have found in my private practice so so again my husband he's also a chiropractor and my father-in-law he was a chiropractor too and we would see these people um you know they work they work all of these years. They hardly take any vacations. They finally get to the age of retirement. And within months or years of retiring, they have a major health setback. I mean, right. major. Or or they just, I'm sorry, but they just bite the dust entirely yeah. because they weren't taking care of themselves along the way. So that's really what, that's really part of the reason why I put together my home study course for entrepreneurial fatigue is to help remind people that your number one business asset is you and you need to take care of your health first and and then everything else will flow out of that yes and you know we you know, we hear those stories too people work all these years and then they retire and then they go downhill very quickly um i don't really think that the human beings were necessarily designed to retire per se i think they were designed to evolve yeah but we but, but there's this mindset of you work from 9 to 5 or you work a shift or whatever you do it for 40 some years until you reach a certain level of vesting and then you hang the whole thing up and then you go to disney world well it doesn't quite work that way mhm yeah, and so then the other thing that I've noticed, I don't know about you, Adam, but with the courses and the um, conferences that uh, I go to, I, I typically kind of run into the same people over and over again, year yep. in, year out. And I can see them and, you know, I'll, I'll be at the back of the room and I'll, I'll just look at them and I'll say, oh, they're looking tired. 
I can see that they've gained a little bit of weight. I can see uh-huh. that they're just not looking healthy. And it's like you want to go up to them and say, are, are, you need to start taking better care of yourself because you can see them starting to, you can see the physical effects of all of that stress on them. That's what I'm yeah. getting to. I know it's it, it can be very rough, and and I got and I got to tell you though the time we spend here today has been I think very revelational for me, and also for many of our listeners as well. So we have just a couple minutes left here. We're actually all already near the top of the hour, and here you were worried we weren't able to go an hour. <laughs> Can't believe and, it. Uh, we're just barely <laughs> scraping the edge here. We never really got to the time and money question, but I think we kind of answered it just along the way. And you gave us a detailed answer on your first appearance. It's just the whole thing. If you don't take the time to to uh-huh. invest in your in your entrepreneurial energy, it's going to cost you a bunch of money. Is is what I would would say. Uh, and we see that a lot of this stuff. And somebody says to you like that well-meaning, you know, tough love coach says, you know, you say you're tired, but it's really just all in your head. And here you are saying, yes, it's all in your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, it can't it can't really be all in your head. Yes. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So, uh, so in our in our last couple minutes here, I'll turn the floor over to you and okay. just uh, you know tell us a little bit more about uh, how people can engage with you and uh, just a little bit more about this entrepreneurial fatigue program because you've got me intrigued. Okay, so I guess the the only other thing we didn't cover was um, rating your energy. So if you can rate your energy from zero to ten, zero would be no energy at all, and ten would be your batteries are fully charged. Right. I would say if you're not at an eight or higher on a consistent basis, then you are suffering from entrepreneurial fatigue. And whether you recognize it or not, it is impacting your business and your bottom line in some way, shape, or form. So in my program, a lot of what we discussed today is in the program and so much more, but basically right. it's how to be sharper, have more focus and more, and more creativity as an entrepreneur. And again, how to fuel your brain and your body for success and how to deal with life stresses while you're building and running your business. Right. So if you're interested in that program, you can go to on my website, uh, www.entrepreneurialfatigue.com. Uh-huh. I do recognize that that's a little bit difficult to spell. Right. Um, and so an easier place to go to, and it's kind of my home base where you can find me, uh, the Functional Medicine Radio Show, Dr. Curie TV, my blogs and all that. And my book and the Entrepreneurial Fatigue Program would be at drcarry.com, spelled D-R-C-A-R-R-I. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And I'll remind everybody that all of our guest experts at Business Creators Radio Show have profiles on our website where you can find their their website and social information and you can engage them um, on terms that makes most sense to you. So once again, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the functional medicine doc, it's been, as always, an honor and a pleasure and an education having you on board with us. Adam, it is always an honor and a pleasure for me to be on your radio show. Thank you so much for having me back on. And these episodes are awesome because, as I mentioned at the very beginning, they are sometimes a change of pace from marketing tactics, which we need every day. But if we don't take care of this foundational stuff, the mansion that we're building, do all of our smart marketing will ultimately collapse. Once again, this is Adam Homie, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com and on iTunes, where we help you win at the game of business and marketing.